Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Style That Binds Us podcast and happy fall. Today, I am speaking with my mother and co-founder, New York City stylist, Allison Brune, and we are going to be giving you the lowdown on the hottest trends for fall 2022. We are so excited to talk about this at the beginning of every season because we saw these things last spring. And finally, we're going to get to be seeing them on the streets and in the stores. I know. It's so crazy. So funny working in fashion with always living in the past, present, and future. It's very confusing. (laughs) (laughs) It's exciting when they finally arrive. This year, they're arriving a little slower than they would be normally because we're still in the you know, the depths of the supply chain issues and all of that, but they are arriving. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. So we have picked five on this podcast that we feel like that really resonate with us. And also that we believe uh, real women will wear in their day-to-day lives. Oh, yes. All right. Our first trend, let's just hop right in with this beautiful hot pink or fuchsia. You're going to see it everywhere, which is interesting to see it for winter instead of for spring and summer. But it's Delia's signature color, so she's really extra excited about it. And it is an easy way to make a statement and to bring happy happiness and joy, especially in the cold winter months. Right? Oh, my goodness, yes. Yeah. So think pink. So pink, it's happening because of Barbie. So oh. at the style that binds us, we don't really buy into the core situation but y'all have obviously heard about barbie core i'm sure (laughs) but anyway so the barbie movie is coming out in 2023 and we will link (laughs) to a podcast episode with one of the original designers of barbie's clothes carol spencer we had her on our podcast so we will link to that in the show notes and then valentino literally did an entire show he worked with pantone we've also had (laughs) one of the women who creates the pantone color of the year every single year on our podcast that is fascinating how that color is chosen but we had her on the podcast and he worked directly with pantone to create a new color this very very intense pink and the entire show was this pink color. So this reason for the pink, pink has been going for a couple of seasons now. But Mm -hmm. those two things, it is like this bright fluorescent Barbie pink. So mom, Mm -hmm. do you want to talk about how you can either go really big and do a full look or one little small way to do that? Absolutely. So when you see it on the runway, you know, the ball gowns, Oscar de la Renta. Oh, my goodness. That was such a beautiful dress with these huge puffy sleeves of like tulle. And then Michael Kors with the giant faux fur coat. Greta Constantine with the beautiful black body dress and the hot pink tail, basically. All of those things, when you see them, you might think, I don't know where I would wear that unless you have a special occasion coming up or you love high drama when you get dressed. But you can easily pull off something like a beautiful, if you love this color, if you love this color, this is your year. Like I always say, it's not going to be hot forever so if this is a color that looks really pretty on you and makes you very happy then you this is your year to to stock up so like a beautiful pink blazer wool blazer would be gorgeous with black pants 
or of course you could do the full on uh, pink pantsuit or a beautiful pink wool coat or even obviously you could do a gorgeous pink dress but even just a pink turtleneck or a pink sweater in the winter with jeans there are so many ways and this is a trend that um, I think everyone who who likes that color can be a part of what's our next trend so the next trend because of Top Gun is all about the bomber jackets. So I am very thrilled about this because I have several bomber jackets. When mm-hmm. I was at Barney's, bomber jackets were a huge trend. So I have, I don't know what, at least three. So I am truly thrilled because mm-hmm. <laughs> just because of some of the items in my closet, I will get to be on trend. So you can go more like the Top Gun look. I have this super cool army green jacket from Alpha, which has all of these different really cool patches that you can change in and out and put on with my Ray-Ban aviators and the white tank that we're also going to talk about. And I'm going to be looking and feeling fabulous. (laughs) Absolutely. Up for debate for sure. But a bomber jacket is just super fabulous because it's a third layer piece. You can just throw it on. You can feel super cool and chic. It's a little bit more masculine of the look. So you can add in some feminine details. Mom, what Mm -hmm. do you want to say about it? I totally agree. And I think uh, what we saw on the runway were obviously exaggerated examples, widely, you know, wildly oversized and um, embellished and all that kind of thing. But it is so interesting how things come and go now because a bomber jacket, you know, is a traditional piece. It's always been influenced by military pilots and things like that. And also, you know, motorcycle riders and and things like that. Very cool piece. And it's really fun as a woman to throw a bomber jacket over your shoulders over, you know, a black slip dress or something like you said, that's very feminine. And it is fascinating that it's come and gone and come back so quickly because it hasn't been so long since you, you know, got those bomber jackets. And I have a bomber jacket from rag and bone that I love too. It's kind of felt with leather sleeves or something. And you really just do feel very powerful and people will ask, can I wear this as I, as I get a little older and you definitely can, if you don't want to, you know, if you don't want to throw it on with like a, a boyfriend jean and some combat boot type things that are, that are popular right now, you can definitely do it. Like I said, in a more feminine way with a turtleneck sweater and a trouser, and your bomber jacket is a really cute look too. So be on the lookout for those. And if it's a style that works for you, sometimes it's not for everyone because if you're a certain figure type, put it on and decide what you think. It might make you look bulky. Oh, I mean, I think it makes me look bulky because they're so oversized. Right. Exactly. And they, they puff out, you know, they're, they puff right. out instead of curving inward towards your figure. So if you have, you know, a large chest or wider hips and things like that. So if you're a person like me who is smaller on top than bottom, sometimes it makes me look, you know, larger overall. So that's when I throw it over my shoulder instead of wearing it as a jacket. So just play around with it and it might not be for you. You know, all of these trends, this is very much giving you some ideas of what you're going to be seeing. And then you say, oh, no, I definitely won't do that one. Or, oh, that's kind of an interesting one. I might look into that. That's what this whole podcast is about. 
Last year, I wore mine with a turtleneck, a mini skirt, fishnets, and the Marie Lafon kind of combat boot style. So that's a way to kind of mix the masculine and the feminine, sexy, mm-hmm. covered up. <laughs> you right. Juxtapositions in that look. And I was excited this morning. I saw when I opened Instagram, I guess Gwyneth Paltrow is turning 50. And I'm just so excited that we are really going big on our celebrating life after 40 vertical. It's such an exciting time, I think, for y'all. And as women are Mm -hmm. older and they're talking about it more. So there is such a need and such a demand. And every single time on Google Trends, it's always after 40, after 50 style questions is always Mm -hmm. that is on trend. So I'm happy that you are also speaking to, okay, for this age group, you know, then wear it this way. Yes. And what's interesting is your age group and even younger, maybe it's not front of mind that you're heading there too. You know, so I feel like since we don't dress like our mothers dressed for the most part, we're sort of pioneers in navigating this space of what do 40, 50, 60, 70 look like now when we are living very different lifestyles than our predecessors did, our elders or whatever. So we have almost like a responsibility to figure this thing out. So because you all are watching us to see, you know, who is going to be your style icon going forward. Bibi. Yes. <laughs> You're going right. to be the style icon, Phoebe. Oh, please. Okay. What's our next trend? Equestrian. Oh, you love, you love it. As do mm-hmm. you. As do Actually, you. I do too, because I really love longer blazers like they wear for horse shows and things like that. I love that look. I think there's something like horse girl trending on TikTok. I can't. Oh I don't my know. gosh. And also, it's just like a normal thing that they seem to turn into a tribe, which is very confusing to me. But I just, I mean, of course, we are American and we're from the South and we live in New York. But, you know, the beautiful English rides, that whole, the idea of all of that. Mm -hmm. Because when I grew up and my dad's family has a farm, but that's all Western riding. So that's like a whole different look. Mm -hmm. So. I will never probably ride like in that outfit and the English style and everything. I <laughs> would be happy to wear it in my. <laughs> what are oh, you that's hilarious. Because, are you saying you're not going to go over to England and be a part of of the horse scene there? I will. I will. <laughs> I will. Of course. I'm just a little bit afraid of horses, and they they can tell. Yeah. So anyway, you used to ride all the time. I know. That's when you taught me to be scared, baby. It was you. No, stop. That's not true at all. The horses at your dad's farm were a little bit wild. That's what it was. I'm not going to take on that one. What I'm trying to say is, you know, as you grow up, you become less fearless, which is sad, and you have to overcome that. But I am thrilled because last fall... I got these beautiful Sarah Flint riding boots. So even if they weren't a trend, of course, I would be wearing them. But I am so excited to get them out. But I don't really necessarily have like the beautiful, that look in my closet. I don't know. Maybe I could come up with some sort of outfit. No, that might be a piece. This is a perfect example of something to add in to a trend that you already have some pieces for. You already have the boots. 
you know, the pant, the equestrian pant is thicker than just like a legging. So that's something, you know, and some of them have a very distinct look. They're also showing, you know, thigh high boots, which we'll talk about in a minute. That depends on what you're tucking into the tall boot, but you might be investing in these longer, you know, there's oversized blazers that are like double breasted and they, they're boxy, but they're long. And that's very much borrowed from menswear. And then these other blazers from this trend, this equestrian trend, they're more fitted to the body, you know, not tight, but they come in at the waist a little bit and then they come out and they many times hit almost mid thigh. It's going to be a really fun look to try out if you are interested in that. And many of you, there are many people in America for sure. And I know many of my clients that, that ride all the time. So they have the true riding jacket and things like that. So it'll be a really fun and relatively easy trend to pull off. And like we've said, some of these looks are certainly not anything new. So they're something they're familiar to people and it's flattering to the body and all that. So, and when you're wearing a riding boot, it has, it's flat. So it's comfortable to walk in. Yeah. And also it could be as simple as a horse bit from Gucci or something, which mm. in our podcast episode where we interviewed the author of the Gucci book that influenced mm -hmm. the movie mm -hmm. she was talking about they had nothing to do with writing that was just a marketing scheme <laughs> wow that is so interesting isn't it i forgot about that with sarah gay forden and mm -hmm. where she divulges that little mm -hmm. known absolutely and another thing that i think is so interesting right now we pretty much understand that this sort of obsession with nostalgia makes sense, especially for younger people. You know, a lot of people in my generation didn't want any of their parents and grandparents' uh, furniture, antiques. They didn't want what is called brown furniture. They all went towards like the um, restoration hardware look. And unfortunately, the parents gave away a lot of those things. I personally never did get tired of that look. So thank goodness I still have pieces that have been in our family for a long time and you will have them as well if you're interested when everyone feels safe you know they're ready to expand and sort of take risks but right now especially for younger people who have lived a big portion of their lives in very uncertain somewhat scary times they are going back to what feels safe to them so they what did they call that it's, we, we know about the coastal granny look, but there's also a name now grand, for grand millennial. Well, yes, but the look for the home decor is something about, you know, traditional core. I don't know what they're calling it. Of course, they've come up with some name for it, but they want their houses to look like their grandmother's houses because that was a safe time for them. So I think some of these fashions that are coming back like the equestrian look and the preppy look, very obviously it has to do with that too. Those are looks that have been around a long time that feel safe. They don't feel like taking risks right now because they've just simply been through too much. So I am seeing every time I open any newsletter from Vogue, et cetera, someone is wearing their Gucci loafers again, you know, 
now it's like a trend again. But really, to me, something like the Gucci loafer never really went away, you know. So if you have them, which many of you do, bring them out. Maybe you're like me and you never stopped wearing them. That is such an easy way to be on trend right now. It's a good time, especially for those of us who have been around a while and have a lot of these things already in our closets if we didn't give them away. What's our next trend? Biker core, BB. Oh, wow. <laughs> anyway, no, really, that's not it. But it's just like oh. head to toe leather. So oh. you can go all out with like the patent leather and super sexy look very intense mm-hmm. about it or just know that leather is in in a big way so pull out your leather items and i know that you can go vegan leather you can go real leather whatever you prefer i am always happy because we have so much leather in our wardrobe. Mm-hmm. black leather Black leather is, it is really stunning. And one of the things I was thinking about the look from Adam Lippis. So people, I'll describe it to you on the podcast. She's wearing like a creamy white turtleneck, sort of chunky sweater, and then a mini skirt that is a heavy ribbed skirt of the same fabric. Someone my age would be like, well, I can't wear that because it's too short. But they have styled her in a thigh high leather boot. So someone my age, like what I would do is I would wear that boot and some tights. And then if I wore a shorter skirt and a sweater, I would not feel like I was showing too much skin or maybe I don't want to show, you know, my thighs anyway or whatever. I'm completely covered up head to toe, but it is, that's a way you can wear a shorter skirt. Leather might just be how you want to wear your boots or if you have a leather jacket. Uh, I don't know. I feel like maybe an entirely leather dress would be a little hot for, for me. But um, a leather skirt, you have a leather skirt. Oh, baby, do I? Yeah. Leather leggings, you know, all of that. Oh, is, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love leather leggings with like a one of the with an oversized double-breasted blazer, for example. It's a great look. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Leather. Okay. Metallic shoes, both gold mm. and silver, but what we focused on was mm-hmm. silver. The Loewe shoe is super editorial, but not very wearable. I cannot imagine right. a single the style that binds this audience member necessarily wearing that unless they wear it to some sort of gala. Yes, I can think of one or two for sure, at least two of my clients that would love them. You're going to see them a lot because they're such a statement shoe. But to describe it, it's like a regular sort of a heeled sandal. But then he has taken, it looks like he's taken aluminum foil, crinkled it sort of, and then made these giant sort of sculptural things, not quite a bow, but on the front of the shoe. So I don't know exactly know how you would walk in it even. But when I have been shopping for clients for fall, I cannot tell you how many silver shoes and they're high sheen silver metallic shoes are really a great option for evening when a black heel, you know, draws attention away from a lighter color dress, you know, it doesn't have anything to do with what you're wearing. So a metallic shoe is a great option. Even just a simple silver evening shoe will be easy to find this year and it's something whether it's trending or not you can wear 
for many years, especially if you're wearing white gold or platinum jewelry with a look. It's nice to have a pretty silver shoe, too. And it's also really fun to me if you're dressed in a very understated, conservative way or timeless way, add a little silver slingback or a silver flat or something like that. And then now you've taken it to a modern place. Nothing too, you know, dramatic, but it makes it feel modern and current. I mean, could you imagine that look from Courage was so amazing and those thigh-high silver boots would be so much fun to wear. I love the, like, gold Paris, Texas thigh-high boots. Like, Oh, wow, like, I haven't seen those. It, yeah. Like, oh, yeah are so they just look like ours but they're gold and mm-hmm. I don't know what but anyway they would all be so fun to wear i would be so happy to have do we have uh, we have some metallic shoes but we can always use more <laughs> you know like jonathan simcott he did that hot pink but it's very metallic it's got like it looks like large sequins or something all over it and then a fringe skirt that's really uh, if you'd like to go big <laughs> Check out Jonathan Sim- Simka's options for fall. And then we come to preppy. When I was growing up, I don't know that it was a trend. I guess it was. It was just something that, you know, pretty much everyone I knew, that's what we wore. There weren't as many different brands then. And I don't even know about too many trend forecasts. I mean, there certainly were. But just as far as a day-to-day uniform, that's pretty much what most people wear, just like the Coastal Granny thing. So many people have commented, that's just kind of what I wear and always have worn or, you know, whatever. So it's very easy to pull off. And then for younger people, they're doing it in kind of a kooky way. You'll see it in street style photographs um, in very, you know, creative, fun ways. This one will resonate with a lot of our clients because they already have a lot of things in their closet and it's not too complicated, you know, to wear a white button down and a cable knit sweater over it or tied around your shoulders with a jean, you know, riding boot or even loafers that look like they're for men are everywhere right now with a little tassel even. It's very interesting. There are so many different trends. So the good thing about that is you can choose which one you want or what you might have in your closet and say, well, I'm definitely going to take part in this trend because I have so many things in my closet that I can wear and maybe add one or two things in to make it of the moment. You know, I was just splashing in my head about the other look is that Jane Birkin look with the wide-legged jean. We'll talk about the tank and blazer in a few minutes, but You really can find pieces from one end of the spectrum to the other, depending on what your personal style aesthetic is. What do you feel about preppy? What are your thoughts? Well, it's interesting because last year when I was visiting one of my best friends from college when she was at Harvard in Cambridge, I wanted to dress for the part, get Mm. the Ivy League style going. And I really don't have much of that in my closet, which... I don't know. I guess I didn't grow up super, super preppy. So now I need to figure out how I want to define preppy and then add that into my wardrobe in a thoughtful way. Well, that's a great idea. And you love the equestrian look and it's pretty much, you know, they're adjacent, if not 
other sort of different parts of a preppy person's wardrobe. So that is something, again, if you want to figure out how you'd like to be a part of this trend, then you add in a few pieces. If you added in a few pieces that looked like the equestrian trend, then you're also following the preppy trend. And any kind of tweed blazer or any kind of sweater that can be thrown over your shoulders with a button down so you actually do have that in your wardrobe. What you might not have is the shoe and a blazer, an updated blazer or something like that because blazers are are huge. And as people go back to work too, this would be a trend, this preppy trend that we will be seeing mm-hmm. as going back to work because it's an easy way to dress up a casual look. And if you're having a problem figuring out what to wear to work, which the state of work wear is shocking right now, what people are wearing to work, I'm shocked and I'm feeling sad about it. So mom can help you, okay? She can help you create a work wardrobe for your budget and your company culture so that it will be so easy for you to stand out and get ahead and achieve your career goals and feel very confident walking into that office whenever you choose or need to do so. I'm having these discussions daily and I'm also doing research about it. You know, I'm watching people coming and going from lawyers offices or investment bank offices and talking to people and reading. There's a new article every day about it in some publication, what people should and shouldn't wear back to work. And everyone I talk to is like, I'm just blah about it because when I look in my closet, everything feels so old. You know, they've had it in there. If you're 30 years old, you're probably still going to have stuff from college and right after college. So it's a good time to update your style aesthetic, figure out who you're going to be for this new decade and what pieces from college can go and what can replace them to make you look a little more sophisticated. And I don't know if I can say the word badass on a recording, but it's time, you know, you're coming into your power. Okay. Well, one of the trends is Western boots. They're still going to be a thing. And we both love, love, love our Western boots. I have a pair for when, when I was on a skiing vacation and I was pregnant with Dee, I couldn't ski. So rather than, you know, the money that would have been spent on the lift tickets and everything, I was given the choice to buy a nice pair of cowboy boots. So I bought these, I think they're lizard skin boots. I'm not sure, but I've had them obviously now for several decades and I still love them so much. Adelia had, I don't know when the first pair of cowboy boots came into your life, maybe three at the latest. And you love to wear overall shorts and your little cowboy boots and a little t-shirt and stomp around everywhere. And you were adorable in them. You had black, pink, red. I don't know if you had any white ones, but the other day when I was visiting my mother, I opened a drawer and there were your little black cowboy boots. Oh my I know, I know. So she's in the process right now of picking out a new pair of cowboy boots for her wardrobe. And the good news is you're going to have a lot to choose from right now because they are on trend. Yes, for sure. So Western boots, pull out your Western boots, get a new pair. And then thigh high boots, we covered a little bit. Is there, do you want to say anything else about it? I think they're such a great option. The thigh-high boots are a great option because they do keep you warm, you know, when it's 
chilly outside and there's such an easy way to make a regular outfit look fabulous. The Western boot, they're comfortable. They're so cute. You know, get out of your Lululemons and put on a great fitting pair of jeans with a pair of little cowboy boots and a sweater and you're good to go. We're going to see a lot of dresses with cowboy boots. We saw them this summer, but kind of the peasant style dress, like the Ula Johnson style dress, a printed dress with a cowboy boot that comes up, you know, mid shin, mid calf. That's going to be a big look for fall too. And that's an easy, fun thing to wear cowboy or western boots everyone that i've talked to certainly the two of us they just make you feel sassy and powerful you know they're just really fun both of those style boots are really fun to wear then i've got a lot of sass so (laughs) (laughs) yes you do okay the white tank i mean it is just fascinating what these designers come up with We saw this at Prada Loewe and Chloe, and they're basically taking a white tank. They're adding their logo detail, and they're pairing them with a variety of things. So that is super simple to take out a white tank and then pair it either with leather pants, with jeans, with some sort of skirt. It may or may not makes so much sense in the world. Like I'm just trying to picture someone in Alabama wearing that and maybe no one else would know that like, oh, they're wearing that white tank that's a huge trend this season. <laughs> so Exactly. Well, my favorite way to wear it is with a blazer over it. You oh, know, okay. I think people my age are probably not going to be running around in, in tanks. This is like a ribbed tank. It really is, you know, it came from, I think, men's wear men's undershirts a long time ago, basically. So my recommendation for that, though, is to find a tank that is a little thicker. You know, it's not super thin. If you're my age, you know, obviously you're going to put a jacket over it. At least have something to throw over your shoulders, unless your arms are in great shape and you have no belly and things like that. These are wonderful things that happen as you age. You can have your T-shirt, your tank, your silk cami, your turtleneck, All of those different pieces are great bottom layer pieces to put the bomber jacket over, the equestrian blazer, the double-breasted tweed blazer, you know, to make a modern preppy look instead of just a traditional button-down. So they're a fun piece to play around with. So these were just a few of the many trends for fall. We could go on and on and on, but these were the ones that we think will resonate the most with you. And as always, if you want a more personalized approach to seasonal updates, you can get in touch with New York City stylist, Allison Brune, and we will link in the show notes a way to do that. So what we're going to do is in the show notes, there's going to be a link to the fall 2022 trend report. So that is going to have at the top different graphics so you can visually see the different trends that came down the runway. Then at the bottom of that post, we are going to curate a shoppable selection of about 100 styles featuring fall's top trends. So if you do want to add something new to your wardrobe, 
that is a place to start to figure out what you want to add. So hopefully you're going to have pieces already in your wardrobe, and then maybe you're going to be wearing it in different ways or knowing, okay, I definitely want to wear X this season because it's on trend. We always, of course, are very into the classic style. And I'll end with a testimonial. Betsy, one of mom's clients said, Allison has impeccable taste and stays current on all the trends. I wouldn't hesitate to recommend her. So I know that was so sweet. Mom is getting an influx of new clients, which is so exciting. So if you do want a seasonal update, if you're getting married and you want help with your wedding wardrobe, or if you're going back to work and you're trying to navigate that, whatever it is, get on her calendar sooner rather than later. You can schedule a complimentary style discovery call so y'all can determine the needs, your personal Mm -hmm. style needs. And what else do you want to say, mom? Well, that's sweet of you to say that I adore my clients. I really, really, really do. Well, this has been so much fun, and I'm excited about the trends. I feel like there are more trends this year that are actually wearable in real life Mm -hmm. in some seasons. So I think everybody is going to get out there and have a great time setting up your fall wardrobe. I am so excited about it. Please know we are always here for you. Any style questions you have, we want to make your life and getting dressed much easier. And we want you to be the most confident you could possibly be. So the style that binds us is always, always, always here for you. And we will see you next time. Thank you for tuning into this episode on the Style That Binds Us podcast. If you like this podcast, make sure to tell a friend and subscribe. You can be a part of growing with us. Also, do you know about our weekly newsletter? You'll get access to exclusive content in our newsletter that we don't post anywhere else. Our newsletter comes out every Tuesday with the exception of the third Thursday of the month for Allison's special Celebrating Life After 40 edition. Head to the bottom of the Style That Binds Us website to subscribe.